How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into my super adventurous day today. So I had multiple errands to run today. Um, And uh, so we'll just start early, work our way to it. Essentially, um, I... I, I, I'm I don't know how to how to even talk about this, but I am uh fairly skinned, not dark skinned. Um I have like moles and, and a lot of people have moles all around their body, right? So they have moles everywhere. I have a couple here on my face just as a description. I have like one right there on my arm and things of that nature. Well, um I don't know why I'm just always so extra cautious about moles and where uh where they are every time i go to a dermatologist they're always like no don't worry about that um and um but i was showing her one on my chest region right here it kind of hurts actually because i'll get into that in a second but um that i don't know I, i you overthink things sometimes and moles do generally grow as you age uh, this wasn't like a big mole by any means. Even a dermatologist, like this is a really small mole. But to me, it just seemed like it was getting bigger. I wasn't irregular in shape. It just was dark. And from what my dermatologist was telling me was that, you know, why don't we just cut that out, send it in for a biopsy and get it tested anyways? Well, I've been pushing off this dermatologist appointment because of COVID. Uh, I, I was told that about seven months ago, eight months ago. And in the course of that whole time period, um, because I had some bad eczema on my hands from washing my hands all the time. And so I was, I went in originally for that, but then, you know, being in front of a dermatologist, I wanted to just ask skin questions in general because they're the skin expert. And the office I go to is a really great office. a really awesome. Side note, I have absolutely no idea why doctor's offices, hospitals, and all medical offices in general do not use the system that this office uses like essentially you check in online the day of and then uh on that day you essentially put all the all the questionnaires online you just fill it in all is protected it's on an encrypted website oh like when you first go in they asked me certain questions based off of like what I had registered under the doctor's address. So, you know, what street address is your street address? And there's like a list of different random street addresses. You pick the right one and then it unlocks it and goes into your profile. You have to put in like your phone number. You have to choose like which number is your phone number. So it does that with your number and your address. And essentially you go and you fill out your all your information online, which I don't have to go into a doctor's office feeling like I need to sign in, touch anything or whatever. I just walk in and say, hey, I have my appointment. This is me. They check the computer. Okay, thank you for checking in online. Thank you very much. You sit down, wait, get called, boom, see a dermatologist. Great. I don't know why. And I don't go to too many doctor's visits anyways. I only have a PCP and this dermatologist. Uh, I have gone to hospitals before just because I've led a reckless lifestyle when I was younger and... Um, but honestly, I've never been anywhere where they have like such a tech, like such a streamlined system. It really is super simple. And I I don't understand why most doctors don't do it. I don't know if it's expensive for that system, but I'm assuming doctors already make a majority of their worth from insurance companies, unless people come out of pocket. But you know that, I don't know. Anyways, 
So I go in, uh, we, we address the dermatology or the eczema. I'm told to just, um, if I can minimize the frequency of washing my hands, that would be great. Obviously COVID's a thing and I'm, I'm super anal about keeping everything clean. So she was like, well, if you're not going to do that every single time you wash your hands, just make sure to apply lotion, like always apply lotion right after you wash your hands. And so I've been doing that and it disappeared. And so I've been using CeraVe, which is a, a very popular brand uh, for uh, lotions and just skincare in general, skincare products. Um, but then I was in front of her and I was like, you know, why don't I just start asking you questions about every single mole on my body? And so I have uh, a few. I have one like on the back of my leg, the one on my chest, but the one on my chest was probably like the one. So she was like, oh, it's dark. Why don't we cut that out? We'll send it in. And so today I had that biopsy finally done. They numbed the region and essentially what they do is they cut out the whole mole from your from your chest. I showered um, later on after the visit and uh, you're not supposed to get the region wet, but it was hard to like bathe without water falling on me somewhere. So the bandage got a little wet. So I removed it and put a new bandage and it just looks really weird. That's my second mole I've ever had removed in my life. Oh, Ow. And like, depending on how I move, it just, it's like a, it's a deep hole. It's not a deep, deep hole, but it's, it's a hole. And considering that the width wasn't that wide because it was a small mole, it's not that wide. It's just the, the, how deep it is inside, but it's just on a region where you really can't help but move. It's like your, your chest area. It's like in control of like your arms and everything of that nature. So sometimes you just get that sharp pain. So excuse me if sometimes you notice like, I'm just like, ow, but hopefully that, that, uh, I get the results in a week or two. Hopefully that's nothing. If it is something, hopefully it's not something crazy. And so we'll wait out on that. Um, but I have had a family history of cancer. My mom survived breast cancer. And so that's, I think one of the things that always goes through my mind is, you know, and I, I do want to be very diligent about my health, especially now that I am a father and I want to live as long as I can for, um, so I can see every moment with my daughter and I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to pass early cause I don't think there's anything going on after this, but, um, so that's the first thing. Then later today, so there was a brand new car wash place that opened up like right outside my neighborhood. Like the moment you drive out, it's right there. Super convenient when you live in the middle of the desert and it's windy and sand gets on your car and I keep my car in a garage but like it does get sandy if I'm like parked in front of somewhere and I don't really drive anywhere that much. But recently I have been having to go out a little bit more often, not to interact with people, but just to do certain errands. Um, and that I can't really discuss at the moment, but essentially I was like, yeah, let me sign up for, or let me just go try out this car wash place. And so I went there and man, they have this system, another super awesome system that I think every car wash business should do. Uh, they have, uh, it's a pretty cheap rate. It's like, uh, for their like premium car washes, it's, it's a self run, like, or it's like one of those automatic car washes. You don't need to do anything and no one's really washing your car, but for like the best service, it's like $12 for one go, or you could pay $30 for unlimited times to do it every month. And so I abuse it now. Like I get a car wash every morning and every night, every time I leave and, um, the system, though, that they have for people that pay for a monthly membership, it's really cool. They give them uh, something like a, it's it's called their Fast Pass. 
similar to Disney, but it goes on your windshield. It's a super small sticker. And now whenever I go, I just pull up to the, the rail and it just scans the, the ticket and or the sticker and I just go. I don't have to wait. I don't need to talk to anyone. I could just do that. And it's pretty awesome, to be honest. I really, I, I enjoy the service. But today um, I was on my way home with my wife and I was like, yeah, let's just do a pit stop at the car wash. I always do it. But I wasn't paying attention. And as I was coming off the car wash, there's a curve on the left-hand side. And so um, as I was uh, pulling forward, I thought I had pulled forward enough. I wasn't really paying attention. We were having a conversation. And they always say you don't, you always drop um, – you always seem to be less aware the closer you are to home. They always say like the, the, uh, the likelihood of you being into an accident actually increases the closer you get to your house because – you're so used to the environment in your in your re, like in your area where your house is that you don't really drop your perception of things. Well, I guess that must have happened when I, I essentially have been using this car wash service. Ow. I was using this car wash service for quite some time now. Um that I wasn't paying attention. I was talking to my wife and I make a left turn to get out of the car wash and I, all you hear is like boom, like uh, just uh, like uh, just a loud noise, and I knew that my tire had hit the like the left side of the curb, and I was like, hopefully it's nothing bad. Maybe it's some damage to the rim, which kind of sucks. But I looked and no, like the left the the way I had impacted, it, I guess the way that my tire was turned when I was planning on turning left, turned and it was like right on the edge too. So like I was pulled up enough, but just barely missed. The, the curb, not barely missed, barely skimmed it, but that skim and the direction of my tire was enough to just peel a good chunk off the left side of my wall of my tire. And if you know anything about tires, most aspects of the tires are repairable as long as it's not like a big gouge on like the inside of your, your, your tire. But anything on the sidewall, if you have any kind of structural damage to that, that region, it is super risky to be driving on a uh, on that wheel because uh, air could be leaking. That's you know the 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 less problematic problem with that. Or essentially, what you could do is you can have a tire blowout, especially if you're moving pretty fast. And so tomorrow morning, I'm gonna have to wake up, and now I need to go. Uh, or actually, not even tomorrow morning. I have to wait until tomorrow afternoon. There's a discount tire not too far from where I live. Luckily, like I live in such a nice area where everything is super close by. Like my dermatologist's office, like everything is so close, like less than two minutes of a drive anywhere. So that plays in my favor pretty well. So I don't need to go on a highway or go anywhere fast. It just sucks because um, I'm definitely not going to get to um, enjoy whatever I was planning on doing. it's just like when you think about the pandemic, it's, you're not trying to have these type of expenses at the moment. And you could theoretically change just one tire, but it's definitely not recommended to do that, especially when your other tires are worn, like they're halfway through their their wear on my other tires, which makes this just even that much more annoying that I have to do this. And you also shouldn't really change two of the four tires. So they normally say like if you have a, a two-wheel drive vehicle, if you're really on the cheap side, what you could do is you could change two of the tires, the the other tire that's opposite to the one that got damaged, 
And essentially what you'll do is you'll rotate and align your tires all the time, but they just generally don't recommend that because that difference in wear, which normally happens anyways in two-wheel drive, is not that big when you account for the fact that like the tires are already on my car halfway through being worn in. It'd be different like if I bought this car new and had, wrote, drove for like maybe 2,000 miles. You could probably get away with just changing two tires, but my car's got like 40,000 miles on these tires, and I think they're good until 70. So it's just not smart to do that. So now I have an awesome $600 expense to go through to change out my four tires. I could go cheap, but it's not smart to do something like that. And um, you're like a, a small part of that is going to installation. It just sucks because like this pandemic is not something where you're planning on trying to you know, blow money on things that you really don't need to be blowing money on. But hey, that's life. That's just the way it is. And and so I was telling my wife, uh, I, I got home super upset when I looked at the tire. I was just like, yep, I'm going to have to change this. Like, it's like some chunk of the tire is actually like coming off the sidewall. Like there's, it is not safe to be driving that tire for more than like five miles, uh, honestly, if that. But luckily... I'm going to be driving slow and I'm not too far away from the tire place, but yeah, it just, it's a drag to be honest. I have to go through something like that. And, um, but I was telling my wife, I could sit here and be upset and I was for a bit, but I just thought about it more. And I was like, this, this was bound to happen. Eventually I was bound to make this mistake coming out of this car wash. It's just, I'm always going to it now, and I know that once the pandemic ends, I'm going to be going to it more often. So, yeah, I'm, and you know what? Whatever. I get tires new or, or get new tires earlier than expected, so whatever. But, yeah, that, that's been my day. So, essentially, mole cut out biopsy and pretty much destroying my tires at a, a, a new car wash I've been having fun going to all the time in recent times, but... On, on another note, this is kind of cool. You probably saw this hanging out over here on my laptop. But uh, my company, so I remember I was telling you guys I was I got a bio done, or not I got a bio done. I was writing a bio for my company, essentially, because the reason why I was doing that is now every time I sit down with someone and, and I, give them, I give them a folder, essentially, after that, I enrolled them kind of with some information, the plan details about the plan I, I, I enrolled them into for Medicare. But then I put one of these in there too now. It's like a little bio about me, which is kind of cool. They did a really good job. They edited a lot of the work that I put in. Um, but yeah, it's uh, essentially it says, uh, Jason Navarro, licensed insurance agent. Jason Navarro is a licensed insurance agent for the Medicare store. Jason grew up in a small retirement beach town called New Smyrna Beach, Florida. He briefly lived in Orlando, Florida before moving to Columbia for two years to be closer to his mother's family and to try something new. In Columbia, he met his wife, Catherine, and moved back to the United States together. Jason and Catherine settled in Las Vegas in 2015, and they are happy to call Southern Nevada their home. I didn't add any of that last like couple sentences. I mean, I wrote that. But that last part, I did not write that. But it works. Jason worked in the community. So there's, a, uh, I guess, like a team that kind of goes in, proofreads, and then edits out the work, which I thought was pretty cool. Jason worked in the communi- in 
the communication sales and marketing fields for more than 10 years before joining the Medicare team, store team. Jason worked in the hospitality industry for years as well. One of Jason's favorite positions was when he traveled all over the United States as a life coach. He worked with individuals struggling with communication and having a difficult time developing relationships. Jason chose to join the Medicare store store team. Sorry, I'm like talking weird because uh, like I feel like if I emphasize a certain part, my chest is going to hurt. When he dealt with insurance issues of his own, he realized that the importance of having great insurance coverage when uh, when his daughter was born and while navigating um, being a parent for years, or I don't know why they put for years, actually. I need to let them know that my daughter's not even a year old yet. But Jason firmly believes that everyone deserves to understand their, their specific needs and their insurance coverage. When Jason isn't helping people with their Medicare insurance, I can't believe I wrote this in there, but I thought they were going to like remove this out of the bio. He enjoys spending time with his wife, Catherine, and their daughter, Luna. He also hosts a daily podcast, Tongues Out Podcast, where he shares his passion for life with thousands of people. Jason's greatest passions are learning new things and exploring the world out. So wherever he gets the chance, he is looking for new experiences and challenges. Jason's clients say he is friendly and makes them feel confident about their insurance decisions. Jason loves meeting new people, hearing what makes them unique, and developing a long-lasting relationship with them. He provides unbiased, no-cost, personal Medicare advice to his clients. And in the end, it has my direct line, the my email, and essentially our website where they uh, can find my bio on there as well. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I really haven't, maybe I've had a bio with one other company I've worked for, but um, it took me time really to like write this bio and then it took them time to proofread and edit it as well, but it came out great. And it's kind of cool to be able to give every one of my clients like a little story about me, essentially. Um, Sorry, I literally just did a podcast yesterday about community and and how self-importance was literally the cause of the destruction of humanity, but you know, we can all be hypocrites here and there. And I'm not like my story isn't one that is uh, too much for people. Sorry. Anyways, I'm going to end it on that note. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.